3: This is World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Nate Abarreia. Thank you so much for making this show a part of your daily plans. Whichever affiliate you are listening on across the Sports Byline family, thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes. Tune in, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and WorldSoccerTalk.com. Special hello, as always, to the men and women overseas listening on the American Forces Network. Be sure to leave a review Leave your thoughts on the show on iTunes or send us a good old fashioned tweet. That's right, a good old fashioned tweet at Nate WST with all that love mail and the hate mail that you are far too good at sending. That's how you get a hold of me at Nate WST at World Soccer Talk for all of us. What a weekend I have had down here in San Diego, California. We've got a great show coming up for you today. Mariti Marungi of Fusion and the Soccer Gods is going to be with us talking all about the Premier League, talking a little Major League Soccer, and getting into these Major League Soccer playoffs. That's right, the stuff that really matters, the quest for MLS cup we'll talk about what's new with the soccer gods and the good folks over at fusion as well and some of you might know meridi a man who used to be a lawyer He, he has a degree in law so i cannot wait to talk for a few minutes not too much but for a few minutes about everything going on with fifa these days how does a man who covers soccer for a living and also has a law degree how does a man like that view everything going on within the fifa saga but hey A huge shout-out to all the good folks down here in San Diego. Was part of a couple of great stand-up comedy shows this weekend in Claremont and Point Loma. Spent some time down at Chicano Park in Logan Heights underneath the Coronado Bridge. Beautiful, historic location. Check out a great song all about the building of that park back in the year 1970. Headed across the Coronado Bridge over to that beautiful island of Coronado. And then Saturday night... Over to the Valley View Casino Center for some indoor soccer. The San Diego Soccers and the Soles de Sonora. Cannot wait to see you boys down in Hermosillo soon. 7-5. Soccers win in the season opener, by the way. Spent the night in Ocean Beach. Woke up in OB. And then Sunday morning, headed over to Little Italy to the Princess Pub. A place that gives Little Italy a real scouse edge on Liverpool match days. Huge tip of my cap to Stephen, Justin, Amy, and the rest of the good folks from LFC San Diego. Cannot wait to get back to the Princess Pub and catch another match with y'all. Huge thank you again to the Sockers, the de Sonora, and the good folks of LFCSD for the hospitality this weekend down here in San Diego. Mariti Morungi with us on
2: the other side of the break. Stay tuned. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with fox soccer to go watch select live matches on your smartphone on your tablet and on your computer get the app get the games and get
1: your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at SoccerOnDish.com.
4: Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate Flooring for just $229 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $229. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 a square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet.
1: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, Cheers.
0: They're out there. Gunk, corrosion, and wear. Relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion. And superior protection against wear. For the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline
5: today. Trick or treat, folks, Colonel Sanders here. Can you tell what my costume is? I'll give you a hint. Boo! Come to KFC for a $20 family fill-up. A perfect Halloween meal for a family of four. With eight pieces of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters, coleslaw, and four biscuits. (laughs) Yep, that's right, I'm disguised as a singer. Pretty good costume, isn't it? KFC, it's finger licking good. Available for a limited time only. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra.
2: To World
3: Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Where are you from, Megs?
3: Just around... World Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Nate Abarea is my name. Get at me on Twitter at NateWST and find all of us at World Soccer Talk. It is a pleasure to welcome in to the show from Fusion and the Soccer Gods, our good friends over there at the Soccer Gods, Mr. Maridi Marungi. Maritty, I I feel like it we're we're two of the most commonly mispronounced names in all of the soccer radio world. How how is this about coming together? I feel good about this.
6: Uh, you know what? It's uh it's good to be on. Thanks for having me first of all. Uh and you know, I think we've also had a lot of time in our lives to uh um We've had practice with having our names mispronounced. I usually have to say my name at least twice every single time I say it. So people out there with easier American-ish names, um, I hope you understand the struggle.
3: What is the, uh, the cultural background of uh, Marungi by the way?
6: Uh, it is Kenyan. Both my parents are from Kenya. Um, came here and my dad came here in 60s mom came in the 70s um but yeah kenyan
3: so there you go morungi and Abarea today right here on world soccer talk radio so all of you fans of of kenyan language and kenyan roots and basque language and basque roots i hope you're enjoying yourself listening to this edition of world soccer talk radio now marini
6: you also used to be a lawyer why are you not a lawyer anymore um, because it was being a lawyer you no know, um I, I was a lawyer for a while um and I just wanted to do something different um I practiced antitrust law, um, and I, mostly antitrust law and internal investigations, so more corporate-ish type of law. And also practiced some refugee asylum law and some did some health policy stuff. So I, I had my fill. But I've always been a a soccer fan. Um, I written a bit about it when I was in college. Wrote my thesis about it. I played through college, and so it's always kind of been a part of my DNA and kind of this opportunity popped up and I decided to make it happen full-time.
3: All right, let's head across the Atlantic and investigate the Barclays Premier League. You are someone who doesn't shy away from arsenaling when, whenever possible, and Arsenal keep on winning. Deadlocked on points with Man City at the top of the table, down on goal difference in uh, second place, but 10 matches played, 22 points apiece for City and Arsenal. How are you feeling about the Gunners right now?
6: Um, I'm feeling great. Uh, it's kind of a two-prong analysis that I'd give it. The first is that they actually look good. Um, they, they're, I mean, take the European side out of it. They just, with not very much possession, beat a, obviously, very talented Bayern Munich side, but um, they're up at the top of the table. Um, they're playing well. Um, they're collecting points, and other teams are terrible. I mean, (laughs) that's the other component to it. So, Chelsea, not uh, obviously very good. Manchester City and Manchester United obviously had their derby that was boring. It was very boring. Um, But they split points. And so, I mean, there's an opportunity. I think one of the sort of issues that Arsenal's had over the years is, is a depth issue and problems with injuries. And Aaron Ramsey just got injured, but there's talent to fill in that midfield. There's uh, Theo Walcott, who is, you know, I've had not great things to say about him, but um, he's doing enough. And what he can't do, Olivier Giroud can. It'd be nice to have them both as one player, but it's great to have them both performing. I think I saw a stat recently that said that uh, um, Giroud is leading, I believe it was the Premier League, in goals um, goals per minute. Is that Would that be right? It's... Well, we'll have to we'll
3: have to check in with the with the stat department. Dom Dom Jimenez back Shut in the studio. G- get on that right now. All I'm th- I was sorry Don't I was lost that. in thought there, thinking about Olivier Walcott, thinking about this this combined player. Would it be the- Theo Giroud? I like Olivier Walcott uh, a little bit more. Now, hey, Mariti, you brought up something there that always it's torturous for, for Arsenal fans because we're reaching that time of the year. Arsenal have had hot starts in in sure. recent seasons and then they, they go through this big lapse in, in the middle of the year and it often really starts right around November and, and into the holiday season. One of the main reasons... Why I personally had Arsenal as my title pick this year, I took took the stance saying that Arsenal were finally going to get that Premier League title back to North London this season. I said because they haven't added toughness this year, and I looked at a couple of players in particular, and we'll get to those names here in a minute. But just it, it, looking at this more from a of a of a broad scope here. What's it going to take for, for this strength, for this good play to continue through here once we reach November, the, this age-old time when Arsenal really start getting injured, when, when right. injuries pile up, when they start weakening quite a bit, when the depth gets questioned over and over again? What's it going to take to not go through that yet again?
6: I mean, it's it's a question of depth, right? It's a question of not whether your top 11 guys can do the job. It's once you start getting into 15, 16, 17, which the one consistent kind of over the years about Arsenal is that there will be injuries, without a doubt. Um, and so it's, it's – Giroud or Walcott up top gets injured, then can one of those guys carry the load? And if not, how do you reconfigure that to uh, remain potent up top? If Cochrane in the middle, um, who is still, you know, kind of rough on the edges, but he does add, add a lot of bite in the middle, um, if he goes down, you have Flamini who. Has done a job or two this year, but is he a guy who can consistently carry you through a month or two? Or Arteta, who's had injury problems and basically can't run. Right? I mean, he's his legs are—they're Gerard-esque, I'll say at this point. And so it becomes a question of whether, kind of at fundamental positions down your spine, if once that starts breaking down, where can you replace that? And I think that there's enough talent in the squad for them to do it. Um, And it takes, I think, for any team to win, it takes a little bit of luck. They have to not get into sort of the injury quagmire that they seem to get into every single year.
3: Marini, two of the players that, that I pinpointed, and we had the uh, the two Robbies on the show, actually, in the week leading up to the Premier League. We talked all about these two players, and they were Petr Cech and uh, Mr. Francis Coquelin. And, and I especially look at, at Lecoq as as the ultimate X-factor in this team. And and when we talk with, with Arsenal fans on this show, we talk with people who are close to the pulse of this club. One of the things I've really enjoyed hearing about is how Cochran is is more than just a guy to clog up space. He knows his role, and he does it damn well, but talk about the progression of Coquelin as a footballer, what you've seen in, in the last calendar year, because you talk about him, and the way you phrase it, it's still a little
6: rough around the edges. Right, I mean, there's no one who, no Arsenal fan would have not taken a more seasoned defensive midfielder in the last year, no one, I mean, up until this season. Um, and I think that's obviously sort of still the case, but I think that Coquelin, what he's done Sort of throughout this period of success has been relative. I mean, he's still sort of psychotic, which I think you need in that position, but which means rough around the edges. But he consistently kind of gets stuck in, doesn't try to do too much, which used to be a a critique people had of Alex Song. But he doesn't try to do too much. When he does, you can immediately tell, and and he loses possession every now and then. But when he gets a ball, he knows kind of how to quickly distribute it. He's got a little bit of range in his passes, uh, but. I mean, just the way that he fits in that mold with Santi Cazorla, sitting kind of nearby, he knows to win the ball, to go in hard, to to pressure their players when they're coming into the midfield, and then when he wins it, to quickly kind of transition and get out of it. And I think he's doing playing that kind of cog position very well and not trying to do too much.
3: Maridi, so rough around the edge is something that I hear uh, about myself quite a bit, and I always kind of say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm rough around the edges. You just translated that's that. That's just a nice way of saying psychotic, according to you.
6: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with being uh, psychotic on the, on the soccer field. I mean, I was having a conversation with uh, – um, Simon, who I work with, and we're talking about crazy people in soccer fields, and specifically uh, Luis Suarez. And there's something I told him that is very admirable about. Uh, obviously, there's bad sides to it, right? But there's something very admirable about a level of commitment that, at some you know, at some level, people always ask their players to give more, to show commitment, um, and sometimes people go a little bit over that. I think Coccolin kind of. He, you can see how he reacts after he uh, goes in for a tackle. That he's in the wrong four, but he reacts with a certain sort of. Um, I mean. He just doesn't understand that he's done something that could be a foul, even though clearly was. And I I like that. I don't like people second-guessing in that central midfield role, in that defensive midfield role, kind of when they're going in and tackling. I mean, a certain measuredness is, is nice, and I think he'll learn a little bit of that as he kind of gets older. But I think he has that sort of tenacity that for a long time has been missing in Arsenal's midfield. I'm with you, and he needs to start biting people. Just just go
3: go the full full Monty with this thing. Start biting people. Get tough out there. Mariti Marungi and yours truly, Nate Abarea, getting rough around the edges. Hashtag you- psychotic right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Hey, we're continuing this on the other side of the break.
2: Stay tuned. best matches live wherever you are with fox soccer to go watch select live matches on your smartphone on your tablet and on your computer get the app get the games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime
1: anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at SoccerOnDish.com.
4: Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate Flooring for just $229 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $229. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet.
1: If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, Com, cheers. They're out there,
7: gunk, corrosion,
1: and wear,
0: relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion, and superior protection against wear for the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium
5: Gasoline today. Trick-or-treat, folks, Colonel Sanders here. Can you tell what my costume is? I'll give you a hint. Boo! Come to KFC for a $20 family fill-up, a perfect Halloween meal for a family of four with eight pieces of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters, coleslaw, and four biscuits. (laughs) Yep, that's right, I'm disguised as a singer. Pretty good costume, isn't it? KFC, it's finger licking good. Available for a limited time only. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra.
2: You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host Nate O'Brien on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good that. Day.
3: You know, I was thinking as as we went to, to that last break we're talking all about uh, uh in, in the Arsenal midfield and, and bringing that that tenacity Nate O'Brea here with Maridi Marungi of Fusion and the Soccer Gods. And then the engineers back in San Francisco come with Billy Joel's My Life. And so for the last three minutes, all I've been picturing is this amazing montage of Lecoq just sticking fools in the midfield, flying in, two-leg lunges, getting up, pumping the shoulders up with Billy Joel's My Life, playing the whole time with him just getting up like, I don't need you to worry for me because I'm all right. Isn't that just beautiful, Maridi? Uh, I, I like that imagery. I like that imagery. Thank you, thank you. We'll we'll move on with that again. <laughs> Rough around the edges. Psychotic, you could say. Maridi Marungi here with yours truly, Nate Abarea. All right, we got to talk about the Manchester Derby because my boss tells me we have to talk about the Manchester Derby. The, the less time spent on this game, the better. I would call it the Manchester snooze fest uh, as opposed to the Derby. Uh, give, give me 60 seconds on this match, and, and then we'll talk a little bit about how the teams are going to move forward from the game, Maridi. Um
6: two of the, I guess, most confusing teams – it shouldn't be that confusing. Look, they are two teams that are in theory loaded. Manchester United went out and spent a bit of money, um, brought in some top-quality players – quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, um, and Manchester City is already stacked. It's a game that historically, obviously, should have fireworks, and it was just lifeless for the entire period of time. Um, Wayne Rooney was kind of consistent Wayne Rooney, um, meaning that he was virtually invisible. Um, I, I don't know what's happened I mean, Maybe he's just gotten old, maybe, but he hasn't looked remotely impressive um, as of late. And, I mean, kind of going back to what I was saying in the last segment, neither of those two teams look uh, as if anyone should be afraid of them, um, especially Manchester City when Aguero's out. Um, there's really... They brought in a 19-year-old. At the, they used to have um, a, a slate of forwards, Dzeko, Baltelli, Aguero, and now it's a 19-year-old to bring on the end of the game um, to strike fear or to just having their body on the field. But it's, it's a weird sort of setup when you're looking at two teams that are at the top of the table. Um, I, think, I table. think,
3: Meridi, I think City will get that bite Back and I think they I a lot of it does stem from Mister Aguero as you rightly point out. But I think there is there is some bite in that team and they're going to go through some speed bumps. But I've got City and Arsenal going all the way to the 38th match in a in a yep. very very compelling title race. That's what I had back in August. I'm still sticking to that prediction. But as far as Man United go, touch on on where they go from here. A draw in in Russia and the Champions League midweek and and then again this this kind of lifeless display in in this. Big Derby match uh, against the citizens, where do United go from here under LVg
6: i mean there it's a really tough team to figure out, right I mean, you remember the, the, the sort of that's why I'm asking you spirit around <laughs> Depa Memphis when he arrived that, that that he had a couple of magical moments, and everyone was uh, cry he's so amazing uh, and he's kind of. You know, nowhere to be found. There's, I mean, there's very few players in that team. One Mata maybe, aside, who I thought is having a very good year. Um, there are very few players you point out that you look at and say, "Hey, you're a game changer." Anthony Martial has uh, impressed me. He's shown sort of bits uh, of flashes of I don't want to say Thierry Henry, um, but <laughs> Thierry Henry-ishness. Um, but he's a much more composed player than you've seen. People with much better pedigrees come in to the Premier League and look a lot worse than he's looked in his first couple of games. And so there's. Talent on the team, but I haven't seen it gel together in a way that makes, even though they've collected a lot of points, I haven't seen it gel together in a way that convinces me that there's any sort of long-term success that is inevitable for this team. I mean, sure, they can pull it together, but I haven't seen a level of consistency in how they're playing that suggests that they'll can that they be challenging Arsenal and Manchester City at the end of the year.
3: Meridi Premier League rapid fire. We go down to the bottom of the table. Sunderland with a, a big win in the Tyneware derby, but you look at the bottom three and you've got Sunderland 18, Newcastle 19, Villa, my goodness, down in <laughs> last place, down in 20th. We'll get to Mr. Sherwood here in a second. But, hey, rapid fire real quick. We'll, we'll focus on the, on the Tyneware issue. More likely to be relegated
6: this season, Sunderland or Newcastle? Um, I think Sunderland, because Sunderland – I mean, Sunderland, I think, is a more consistently bad – they're more consistently bad, right? You saw what Newcastle did a week ago, and I tweeted – out right after the game that they're due for a 12-2 loss this week. I mean that team is just night and day, but they can show up. You never ever know which Newcastle team is going to show up, and I and I kind of hate that saying, but that team epitomizes you have no idea what you're about to see, um, and I can see that team going on going on a run. I mean that's a more talented team than Sunderland, I think clearly, uh, and so I mean. If there's one of those two getting out, I'd say it's them. Uh, Villa, on the other hand. Oof.
3: Marini, we'll, we'll get to Villa here right now. More likely to be sacked. Sherwood at Villa, Gary Monk at Swansea, or Jose Mourinho at Chelsea?
6: Um, you know, I want to say Jose Mourinho because that would be a lot more entertaining. But Sherwood, I mean, Sherwood's done. That's uh, uh I mean, there's a the back. There's a the back. What happened there?
3: there. What happened? I mean, it was so fun at the end of last year. I was, I was all for it. I was digging every, every shot of him on the sideline. I was digging the, the revival of the villains. What the hell happened
6: going into this year? I, 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 I don't know how Tim Sherwood became this character instead of a coach, but I don't know how good of a manager he is. He's. He's gotten to a cup final, right? Um, which is impressive. Last year, this year, he—it's uh, hard to tell with the Villa team. But like, he, I mean, you're sitting at the bottom of the table again. He's had a track record of not really impressing anyone ever. I can't. I mean, I don't know how in the cycle of uh, managers who who kind of get recycled, McLaren. Um, I don't know. You can go back to like Alan Kurversley, but like these guys that keep getting chances, I wonder if he's going to get another chance because he's get, get him, he's gone at Villa, and but for some reason people hire him again. I can't figure it out. I have I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing really to say about this except I can't figure out why he keeps getting jobs.
3: Christian Benteke, it should be said, scored 15 goals in the final 13 matches that he played for Aston Villa last season. So taking that away from any team is not exactly going to be a, a boost to their competitive hopes. We've got two minutes left here.
6: Eddie just, just scored an amazing goal. For Liverpool coming back um, this weekend. It was beautiful. It had her oh, oh, he pub. did. He rose majestically in the
3: good folks at the Princess Pub in Little Italy down here in San Diego. We went wild. We love yeah. our Benteke. Get the big yeah. man up top. I don't care. Call it 19th century football. Call it what you will. Call me primitive. I want Benteke up top all the time for the Reds. All right, hey, last question here relating to the Premier League, and we've got about 90 seconds before we got to head to break here, Mariddy. For you three teams, West Ham, Leicester, and Crystal Palace. Of those three, let me know which one is most likely to finish in a European
2: spot.
6: Um, I'm going to go with Crystal Palace. Um, and part of that is somehow I've come around to Alan Pardew and how he affects teams. Um, although I have... Uh, in the past, I could go off on him. But I like what he's on this Crystal Palace team. I like that he's brought in Kabai. I love, from an entertainment, this is a selfish thing, but from an entertainment perspective, um, Balassie is a player I can watch all day. Um, and no one would have put him up there right now. I'd love to see them do it. I don't know. I mean, West Ham might be. Um, West, Ham are the, West Ham are the sexiest pick right now. Might, West Ham they, currently. They might be-
3: Currently I, in third place, Robin Burt, our good friend Robin yeah. Burt, formerly of the World Soccer Talk podcast, the Prim Review Show, in Chardonnay Dreamland. He's been pissed drunk. All weekend, <laughs> sending foul mouth text messages to me for the last few days. West Ham United That's are in third shit. place. Ten played, 20 points, two off City and Arsenal at the top. Would you believe it? Keep dreaming, I'm Birdie. Alive. We love it. Hey, Mariti Marungi and yours truly, Nate Aberea, are back with you after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. We're coming back stateside and talking about some major league soccer. That's right. It's the playoffs, baby. Stay tuned.
4: My song. Thinking about my baby. To get
7: home.
0: It's the Yellow Tag event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can Am spider or carving snow on a Skeeter snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute.
4: Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate flooring for just $229 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $229. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet.
1: 40,000 Liverpool fans inside here hold their breath Hundreds of thousands hold their breath on Merseyside It's Xabi Alonso for 3-3, is safe! And Alonso follows it in! It's wonderful!
2: You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host,
3: Neda Barea on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network That was a glorious night back in May of 2005 in Istanbul at the Ataturk Olympic Stadium. Shabby Alonso actually seven years ago... Today. That's right. October the 26th, 2008. He scored a deflected winner at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea, which broke Chelsea's 86 match home unbeaten run. Do you believe that? Chelsea back in 08, that was the record that was snapped. 86 consecutive matches at home Mm. without Losing, that streak ended on this date back in 2008. A shabby Alonso deflected winner that gave Liverpool a 1-0 win at Stamford Bridge. What a Liverpool team that was that year. 08-09 came up just short against Manchester United. That one still sticks with me a little bit. And hey, for all you Liverpool fans out there as well, We're talking about, hey, goals up front, Benteke, Sturridge is the glass house that he is, uh, uh, Origi, Origi, tomato, tomato, what's he really doing up there, you know? How about getting Dirk Cout back to Anfield? You think I'm joking? Dirk Cout at 35 years old just scored successive, yes, you heard me correctly, successive hat tricks for Feyenoord. So, uh, hey, you always got a spot on Mercy's Side, Dirk come on back if you uh feel so inclined this this whole Jurgen Klopp era it's even got a man by the name of Shabby Alonso saying publicly that he'd love to return to Liverpool and play for Jurgen Klopp let's just bring the alumni back let's have the let's have the legends match be confused with the first team let's just get everybody back I don't care bring them back let's go hey by the way Talk about Klopp mania sweeping the Premier League. Well, Jose Mourinho, once known as the special one, now being called the, uh, well, uh, I guess we'll still call him the special one. I had something really foul that I wanted to say right there. But this Saturday, it's a mouthwatering clash between Chelsea and Liverpool. Klopp mania spreading all over the world. And to add even more excitement to the drama, I would like to personally invite you to join Liverpool fans, Chris and Paul, from the most popular LFC YouTube channel, The Red Men TV, as they bring you their live audio during the game, only on Rabble.tv. That's right, the Rabble casts are back here with World Soccer Talk Radio from 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Red Men TV will be taking you through the Blues and the Reds match on Rabble.tv. With Rabble, the concept's simple. All you got to do, tune into the Chelsea-Liverpool match on TV, press the mute button, then head on over to Rabble to listen to the lads share in their analysis. The Redmen TV will be on your desktop, your iOS, Android app, or through your mobile browser. You can listen to this thing. Plus, before or during the game, join in by posting your questions or observations in the comment section or create your own broadcast. Call one of your team's games. It's easy. It's free. Sign up today. Try it out. Join the Redmen TV this Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rabble.tv where it's your team and your call Meridi Morungi, before we talk about the Major League Soccer playoffs, which I am very excited to get into and talk about the quest for MLS Cup, i got to get your thoughts on all this Klopp mania. Three matches, three draws. Doesn't look like a whole lot's really changed since the uh, Brendan Rodgers departure yet. Klopp mania just continues to grow. Klopp in the name of love, baby. What's going on? What are your feelings on, on the German at Anfield?
6: I mean, no, everyone wanted, basically everyone wanted a new manager, right? And so it's not sure. And he's the guy that a lot of people wanted. A lot of people wanted him at Arsenal. People have been talking about him all over the place. And so it's a huge get. And so I get the excitement but now he's got to do the job. And I don't think anyone really questions sort of his like looking at his at, at how he turned uh, Dortmund around, I don't think people sort of question his pedigree. But it's a different challenge. I mean he obviously hadn't had a lot of time to work with his team before stepping in and taking his first game and we're three games later people have talked about work rate people have talked about uh, sort of any other number of things when you watch them play but i don't think you're seeing anything night and day and it might be, and it's probably unfair to ask for that right now um but eh, i get it i mean i'm going to wait until i see something and i'm going to give him plenty of time to do it but um i'm excited that he's there i get the excitement he's a great character to have around um probably a lot more entertaining than Brendan Rodgers. I mean, who isn't? Uh, but he's yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I want to see Murphy, can well. I actually I want to um, I want to I, I want to steal
3: he, yeah. that from you cuz I want that to be a a tagline for for my show and you guys can, you guys can use this with the Soccer Gods if you want to. Soccer Gods and World Soccer Talk Radio, more entertaining than Brendan Rodgers. How about that?
6: That sounds great. I mean, that's uh, that's something that everyone should aspire to. I think we can all
3: I think we can all measure up to that exactly. Hey, low expectations are are the best friend of of satisfaction exactly. They always they always lead to each other. Hey, um MLS playoffs coming up now it's all decided we're down to the the final 12 here in this october november madness as it going into december as well the new york red bulls they they win the supporter shield but what the hell does it really mean the supporter shield it's all about the tournament it's all about the playoffs Birdie, yeah. if you if you were a betting man or if you are a betting man who are you putting your money on to win it all in major league soccer this season um, I am not a betting
6: man, um, but well, if you I, were a betting man, who right. would you be putting money on? <sighs> um, I've, history suggests that I should not say the New York Red Bulls. Um, but in terms of consistently how they've played as a team, I'm interested in buying what they're selling. Um, the uh, so I'd say sort of from a consistency standpoint. I think it doesn't hurt to go with them. However, my wild card is down to one man, and that's Didier Drogba. What he's done since he's come into MLS, I think it might be, what, is it 11 goals um, that he scored? Someone can check that. But every time you turn around and watch him, I mean, he's just kind of dominating people. And I don't think there's any team – Toronto, good luck with this – I don't think that there's any team that wants to see that man in a relatively short playoff run, and so if I'm just saying, hey, what else am I dealing with? First of all, they just have to go through in the East and then have to deal with um, whoever comes out the other side. But I like Montreal. Is that it is so
3: badass what what Didier Drogba has done not only for for. The Montreal Impact, but, but for MLS as a whole, the way he's come into this league, it makes me think that there are guys out there when you hear that retirement league BS and the way people like to use that as kind of the slanderous statement. Hey, oftentimes it's understandable why they label right. it as that. But you look at a guy like Drogba at his age to come in with the passion level. If the passion and energy is there combined, obviously, with the skill still being left uh, in the tank. There's no telling what a guy like Didier Drogba can do and and 11 goals in the short time that he's been here. I cannot wait to see Drogba in the playoffs. There's a couple of cultural aspects of, of these MLS playoffs that I'm actually really excited about. I'm. Quite disappointed that my beloved San Jose Earthquakes missed yet another golden opportunity. They had about 18,000 lifelines in the last month, and they could not hold on to any of them and end up missing out on the MLS Cup playoffs in the inaugural season of Avaya of Stadium. But back to what I'm excited about going in to these MLS Cup playoffs from a cultural point of view. You've got French Canada, which is, of course, the yeah. best Canada. You've got Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> You've got Toronto FC finally in these playoffs. You've got the Whitecaps. You've got BC representing. There are three Canadian teams in Major yeah. League Soccer, Mariette, and all three of them are in these playoffs. Is that just kind of cool to
6: you? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think one of the... MLS has been, for a very long time, trying to work out these rivalries and sort of add a little character to some of the matchups ups and, and just the league in general. And I think one of the great things about, specifically, the Montreal-Toronto rivalry is that I mean, there's actual sort of these cultural differences between these two cities. There's a tension that naturally exists there. Um, and now i mean toronto's finally made it to the playoffs after 18,000 attempts um and we're going to see that play out in a game a game that matters i think that's going to be awesome absolutely hey uh Last
3: team that I got to ask you about the galaxy, Southern California's <laughs> finest. They always get in there and do their thing. They're after their, what are they about to win their 28th MLS Cup here in the, yeah. the league's 20th <laughs> yeah. season? Um, w- with everything that's gone on around, around Steven Gerrard and, and his arrival in Major League Soccer, how would you sum up the, the second part of this galaxy season with, with all the Gerrard hoopla and, and everything that surrounds it? Um,
6: two words let down. Um, L.A. has some very talented players, obviously. I'm asking myself repeatedly whether Steven Gerrard's one of them. Uh, and you can say anything you want to about Um and I won't bring up money at all. I'll just say that it's tough watching him play out there. Um, having watched him, as I'm sure you have as well, for a very long time, The guy that's out there doesn't look like – he looks to me more like he can cost my team than win it for my team, and I think that's going to be a problem.
3: Meridi, I've seen him play twice uh, in Major League Soccer. Saw him back in late August uh, up in San Jose during the uh, Cali Classico between the Quakes and and the Galaxy. And saw him uh, eight days ago in that 5-2 loss for the Galaxy uh, to the Portland Timbers. Just an incredible game. Galaxy were up 1-0 in that game, by the way, in the 65th minute Portland scored 5 in the final 25 minutes of play and won that game 5-2 and I don't want to be too harsh on Steven Gerrard but he he looks he looks average out there and a player whose career and and the the Brilliance that he showed all throughout his years at Liverpool, it, it relied on tenacity. It relied on on that killer instinct. It relied on that ability to just go fist to palm and say, I am going to out-hustle you, out-beat you, right. and I'm better than you. And when you take away two-thirds of that and, and you see a guy who seems like he's out there playing half speed, I mean, underwhelmed is the only maybe disappointed. I, I can't think of too many other words that, that better fit how, how I feel about it, how you're feeling about it's been, it's been a bit of a, of a letdown, as you said, Meridi, but we'll see what Steven Gerrard has to say during the MLS Cup playoffs. Who knows? Something falls to Stevie 25 yards from goal. He doesn't need He'll the hustle. He doesn't need the tenacity. He's still got a mean right foot. He's shown that quite a few times, actually, with the Galaxy, Go. so uh, we, we shall see how that one goes. Hey, last team that I actually have to ask you about. It's a team that's not a part of these MLS Cup playoffs, Meridi. How would you sum up here in the under two minutes that we have left with you, how would you sum up the New York City football club experiment, that Yankee Stadium project in the Bronx, the soccer experiment in New York City? How would you sum up the debut season in MLS for NYCFC, Murdy?
6: Comical, I would say. Um, Not as comical as LAFC, but... That's not even a real team yet. Uh, stadium side, we actually uh, ran a story about, uh, on Sour Godsidecom about NYFC's stadium hunt, uh, which is pretty interesting. And it just kind of goes around to different venues that NYFC slash MLS has tried uh, to put into place uh, and sort of the struggles that they've run into, uh, namely... Failing to engage community the community uh, or the possibly bigger one is is how they 've avoided uh, or not paid attention to uh, certain laws that are in the books that might prevent them from moving forward with the project that doesn 't mean that those laws are um, that they would never be able to get around them, but um, there are obstacles in place, and so there 's kind of that piece of it, but kind of on the field. Uh, it's pretty cool theoretically to have Yankee Stadium. Um, it's interesting in a conversation piece to have to play on a baseball field, um, and it's great to have Pirlo, Villa, and Lampard show up. And eh, screwed. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> to, to have all of that built in, but. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, you're not in the playoffs. You're, um, at, it's, it's, and the back line is shambolic. They played all this money on attacking players, and uh, it's not really very entertaining to watch unless you're into comedies.
3: We are down to our final 40 seconds here with you, Mariette, so we've got to blast through these real quick. Frank Lampard, great MLS player or the greatest MLS player? Um, <laughs> greatest. <laughs> there you go. Greatest MLS player ever in the league history. That's right. Super Frankie Frankie Lampard. All right, last one. Your boy, yep. Kevin Brown. Mm-hmm. Well-dressed soccer godcaster or the best-dressed soccer godcaster, Kevin Brown? The
6: worst-dressed soccer godcaster. The guy looks like Grimace around here. <laughs> Maritty Marunke, how can folks get a hold of you on Twitter? <laughs> Uh, You can find me at Nutmeg Radio on Twitter.
3: At Nutmeg Radio, and check out his work with Fusion and our good friends, the soccer gods, Kevin Brown. Hope you're listening right now. Cannot wait to see what the next suit is going to be. Meridi Marungi, it has been a great pleasure having you on the show. You're welcome back anytime, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Again, that was Meridi Marungi. We're back after this, taking the express train home right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. 895 Mariti Marungi Mariti Marungi Nathan Abaureya. Nathan Abaurea. Oh hey there sorry I was just practicing my my Kenyan and Basque name pronunciation here on World Soccer Talk Radio A huge thank you again to Mariti Marungi of Fusion and the Soccer Gods for joining us in this edition of the show and a huge thank you again to all of the beautiful, beautiful people down here in San Diego, which, as you know, was founded in 1904 by, by the Germans, uh, San Diego. Might have to look this one up. It's a, it's a German for something very special. Thanks to you, Ron Burgundy. Thanks to my good friends, Josh Laurie and uh, Nick Webster, also for helping out with the networking down here in San Diego. Another big shout out to Steven, Justin, and Amy, and the good folks from LFC San Diego, and all the great staff down there at the Princess Pub in Little Italy. All you Liverpool fans, get down there and catch a mat sometime. Thanks to the Soccers. Thanks to the Soles de Sonora. I love you, San Diego. Cannot wait to see you again soon. Nate Alvarez signing off. World Soccer Talk Radio.